Yo, what up, podcast? It's Frankie G from the Cannon Crew. Here's a flashback for you. Not sure when this is from. It's an oldie from the IG Lives, but uh, let's hope it's a goodie. <laughs> I hope you enjoy it. Oh, sorry about that, guys. The stream timed out. Puff bus. Hopefully you come back. There we go. Sorry about that, Puff. Uh, the live stream timed out. <laughs> Sorry about that. It's all good, dude. So you ready to smoke? <laughs> yeah, I'm always. Oh, we're gonna hit a cart first. I'm one of those people that's always rotating stuff out, you know, here and there. That's... Pretty soon I'll start trying to hit the dab rig with the lighter, and we'll go bad. <laughs> Let's do the rotations. Let's do the trifecta. So what up, Puff? Tell me about life. What about it? Break it down. Shit about it, man. I learn stuff every day. <coughs> do what? That fucking a. Like here recently, I learned that the little. You know the little thing on the side of a milk carton that's like pushed in? If it's popped out, it means the milk's bad. I didn't know that. What? Yeah. See, I don't feel bad now. Yeah, no, now I've been, now I've been educated. Like, there have been many times when I was in the Army, I just went up there and, like, pushed that shit back in and put the lid on it. Yeah, no, that's a, that's a trip. Did you know that, Frankie? Hmm. The little round thing on the side of the milk carton when it pops out, it means it's bad. Oh, he doesn't. <laughs> he's not, he doesn't drink milk. He's like, never been. Milk. <laughs> no, he's not a milk guy. That's hilarious. And he's like, man, have you ever noticed the marble on his steak? Oh. I'm oh, so sorry, Frankie. <laughs> My bad. So, Frankie, do you know do you know uh, how to tell if a a watermelon's ripe? I guess you're supposed to tap it on like the center of it, 
sounds a certain way, I guess. He says he's tapping on the center and it sounds a certain way. Now, I don't know. I was asking. Oh, because I was going to say, uh, some old man, I was in the supermarket getting uh, watermelons one day, and some old man is like, you want to know how to tell the right uh, watermelon? And I was like, oh, yeah, word. And uh, <laughs> no, he was talking about how uh, you you check the the stem where it snapped off at, right? And if it's, it's <coughs> if it's got a stub on it, that means it had to rip away from the vine. But if it doesn't have a stub on it, you know, like it's like a smooth, that means it popped off the vine with ease and it was ready when it was picked. Cool. I normally just don't pick up the ones the old people put back down. <laughs> you got to snatch them out of there. Yeah, house. right? Like, oh, that's a good melon. Get them. <laughs> If they're putting them back down, I'm not taking them. You yeah. knock on it? Uh, I don't knock on it. Since I've been doing that, every single watermelon I've gotten has been ripe and delicious. Yeah, thumping, thumping on it's the thing of the past. You, you got to feel it. You got to feel it. <laughs> got to make sure the melons feel right. Yeah, you always gotta fondle the melons properly to see if they're right. Am I right? Is that is that wrong? <laughs> so you buy just one melon at a time, or do you buy two and get one a little bigger? <laughs> you know, typically I like variety, so I'll get a watermelon and a cantaloupe, or like a honeydew. You know, so I definitely like melon variety. You're just a melon man. I got you. A melon man. No, I do like honeydew and stuff. They're super good. They're like honeydew and cantaloupe and stuff are like a way underrated melon. So I can see you're like your perfect trip to the store and back. Couple melons, Boston butt, can of tuna. <laughs> I'll be honest. I'll be getting a gang of melons. I really love pineapple. I'll sit down and I'll smash an entire pineapple. Have you seen the little like clear tube that's got like the yellow handle for pineapples? No. Viral thing. They sell them in the store with the pineapples. Just oh. chop the top off the pineapple and just like turn it down like a drill, basically. You and know how to uh, you know how to tell a ripe pineapple? I normally just get it whenever it's in the the plastic already. It's already been done. Oh, you're ravenous. But uh, if you get fresh pineapple, uh, you you pluck the leaf. You, you can pluck the leaf right off the top of it. That means it's ripe. Okay. Like I, yeah, I never went out and bought fresh pineapples. I just buy it after like they take the fresh pineapple in the store and cut it up for me. <laughs> my, I grew up with my mom forced feeding me fruits and vegetables. So I got mad respect. Well, I love fruits and vegetables. Absolutely. Like, I, I was one of those kids that would crack open a can of spinach and smash that. Like, super young. It's just really good for, like, if you smoke, seriously, it cuts all the shit that comes. If you're not cleaning your piece properly, like me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. 
the pineapple juice cuts that shit off your throat, keeps you from coughing, cuts down the phlegm. That I'm really good for coughing. I'm gonna keep that in mind. I want to have. Some, I don't know, have I don't know about forget. No, when I'm side when I blaze. Sex counseling, okay. <laughs> I have no idea about sex, dude. It's been so long since I had it, I forgot which arm it goes under. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, I, uh, the last time me and my wife, uh, now we have a third kid. <laughs> that was us, man. Like, that's why we quit drinking. The first time she got drunk, we had a kid. The second time, we had a baby. And, like, now we just don't do it anymore. I mean, literally, we poured the last bottle after this last kid was born. We poured the rest of that bottle down the sink, and it clogged up. <laughs> now we need Drano. Call a plumber. Nobody get an idea. Drano is not the day after pill. The day after cake. Wrong sink, you know. <laughs> What's up, Riker? Smoking shit. Smoking shit wants to come on. All right, send me an invite. Smoking shit. Y'all have a good evening, man. I'll be hanging out. You do as well. Thanks for smoking. Hey, everybody, add me. I, I do lives as well whenever these guys aren't live. You bet. Another place to come hang out. Add him. Speaking of harsh, well, you Frankie, you got any melon? It won't let me click on it. Yeah. What happened? Oh no! And it it switched. Oh, that's because I double tapped it. Hold on. Can I click on him? Yeah, you got a comment. You got a comment. I swiped up. Have you swiped up and it worked? Yeah. Yeah, what's up, bro? What is up? What's up, Melon Man? <laughs> what can I say? I know my melons. I'm Dude, oh my floor. god. That was so fucking funny to me. I don't know if I'm just really stoned or what, but <laughs> just Melon Man. I don't know if there was any second in your windows going on, but I was legitimately talking about melons. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not even like about tits. It's just like the way whoever said it, it was just funny. <laughs> like, you know, it's like, it's like that one of those words is just like, it's like you're high and then it's like, it's just funny. What can, what can I say? <laughs> Man down. For real, I need to get a phone stand. I keep saying that. I'm probably never gonna get one. Wait, rubber band. 
I ordered a 36 inch um uh, blue dot. Oh, bet. I don't know. Mazel tov of on the blue dot because blue dots are my favorite. I like the blue dots. He has all these zongs laying around, but I like uh, uh, a natural base blue dot with the mm. comb on it and a ice disc. Like, you know, like 16 inches worth. Yeah, I got one that's like 18. It's like that. What's up, Mr. Silly Face? <laughs> well, you ready for a bong rap? Back. I'm loaded. Ready to go. Walmart $29 vlog stand with light. Puff Bus, can you send me the link for that? <laughs> Or you just message me that, just like copy that and send it to me because I'm. I won't remember. But vlog stand with light. Yeah. Send me, send me that too because you don't want to see what we got going on. What? It says send me that too because you don't want to see what we got going on. Oh, yeah? We got some MacGyver shit on the reel. All I can say is hopefully there's no sudden wings or anything because this thing's going down. Um, uh, Guys, I'm also doing a raffle for a 30-inch bong. 30-inch blue dot. Oh, you're in the raffle? Yeah, I did a, I'm doing a raffle for the blue dot. Oh, you're doing a raffle for the blue dot. Oh, dope. Yeah. So I've, oh, I ordered one for myself, and I'm doing a raffle for one. Oh. And I'm giving one away. Have you, have you have you messaged Blue Dot or Canicru at all about doing stuff? Yeah. Yeah, we're talking. Bad. We're well, talking. That, well, well, then, you know, we need to be keep talking then. Bad. I know. Talking, yeah. I got something lined up with someone really prominent in the cannabis community for one giveaway. Nice. So that will out here. You know, I'm seeing a, I'm seeing a lot of you internet hustlers on the streets. Make a name for yourself. You know, yeah, dude. Yeah, no, dude. We're coming up. We're coming up. Right. Pimp in distress, code 32. Bitch, get the car. Right. Is Frankie still there? Is he high as fuck? Hey, Frankie, where are you at? High as fuck. He's high as fuck. <laughs> he's high as fuck? Yeah, he's chilling on the computer trying to do work. <laughs> That's nice. That's nice. Needless to say, I don't see a bunch. No. <laughs> Oh, Frankie. While I remember the songs, shimmy it to the left, shimmy it to the up, make it all one color, bing, 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 bong, boom. <coughs> Genius. Mm -hmm. 
upset if it doesn't work. Huh? Yeah, I'll be really upset if it doesn't work. And then another I'm thing. I'm to tell you that I'm not super comfortable. I'm not super comfortable. But we gotta try something. We gotta, we gotta try something. Huh? Oh, the registration. I was gonna say that the lithium crystals don't have the power. Beat me up, Scott. Are you guys allowed to grow out there in Arizona? Yeah, it's, you got to be in a certain area. It's called the Chaw. Something, hell, whatever. I don't think that's accurate. But it's like a little border. You know, we can't grow within a certain radius of dispensaries. Ah, uh, all right. So, like, if you're out of an area of dispensary. All right. I see. That makes sense. There's all dispensaries everywhere now, so it's like, ugh. That sucks. I just got some soil today. Some good soil. Thank you, Puff Bus, for messaging me, dude. I was gonna say, uh, I used to, I used to be quite the grower back in the day. If I must do my own horn, it was it was quite the experience. You know, I I, I went out to California and worked for a lot of years, learning how to do certain shit. I got some master techniques. Well, um, DM you. You're you're the can of kid, right? Yeah. I'll DM you, my dude. You bet. Because so I, was, I need some help this year with, like, you know. I was I was there for the birth of uh, we we bred Cheezel. That was one of the farms that I participated in. We we bred Chocolate. That was one of the farms I participated in. Mm-hmm. And it was a uh, yeah. I, there's a couple more Mazar Sharif, you know. But this was this was some years ago. So I bet you like. <laughs> I bet you those are so crossbred and hybrid into any stuff now. Thanks, Blunt. I see the PM. Uh, where's the tablet at? Tablet's dead. So what's your favorite strain of all time? Oh, hands down, God's gift. Indica or sativa? I don't know. I'll be honest. I don't know. I never paid attention to that stuff, you know? Uh, because uh, all of our plants kind of looked the same after <laughs> we were done with them. But uh, I would have to say, I'd have to say it was an indica because it would, it was a, it wouldn't, it wouldn't put me down, you know, but it would put other people that smoked it they were just oh so I gotta I gotta tell this story. So I had my one homie Matt from high school, right? Mm -hmm. He and this was way back in the day. This was when I was in high school and I was doing all that gross stuff back and forth in California. And uh 
was like, yo, come over. I got this something called God's Gift. We're going to smoke a bowl of it, you know. It'll, it'll, be, it'll be good. And he comes over, and uh, he's a little bit of a lightweight. So what I do is I broke up a roach, you know. Like, I just broke up a roach of a joint of it that I smoked. I put that in a hand pipe. I, you know, I take a hit. I, I give it to him. He takes a hit, you know. He's all sitting there chilling. He fucking puts down the pipe. He goes into the bathroom and fucking throws up all over the place, right? He comes He comes back. He's in a wife beater, right? In a gold chain, you know what I'm saying? And he's, he's laying back on my couch, and he is caked in sweat. You know, it looked like he just shot up smack. Like he's all he's all laying back, like you know what I'm saying, <laughs> and like oh, just just iced and sweat. You know, passed out for like an hour. You know, and he like wakes up like oh, what the fuck? You know, <laughs> dude, if you that's a dude, I've been there. So, so too much one day. Have you ever smoked too much and thrown up? Never. Never? Never. As a matter of fact, I use it to keep from throwing up. Like, I'll go back when I was, uh, well, like, when I turned 21, like, I'd have to say between 21 and 23, I went out drinking with my brother and stuff a lot. And mm. the, the number one ace of my sleeve was... Uh, Whenever I felt nauseous and stuff, I just go and blow mad tree, and then I'd never get sick. I feel that. Oh, Blazer did it. First time I hit a pong as a kid. What's up, Amp Life? Oh, I burped smoke before. Yeah, no, dude, I've done that before too. I was, I got a funny smoke burp story. Uh, we're all chilling oh, behind this apartment uh, building by the bus stop, right before school, and we're blowing some tree. And uh, we sit down, we get done, and the bus pulls up, and I'm chilling on the bus, hanging out. We make it halfway down, you know, full of kids. And I sit there, and I get a burp coming up, and I blow out a fat rip on the bus. Stay still. <laughs> I'm all like... <laughs> That's funny. All right, I'm going to do another rip, and then I'm going to hop off. Bet I'm going to do one with you. And I'll be honest, I think my homie Frankie's going to have to retake back over because I got to get back. You know, the the police may be on the streets locking us down for transpo. No. <laughs> <laughs> for real, dude. Imagine storing a hit in your belly for later.
Don't throw chips at a bus. The chips are too delicious to waste. Oh, that was a lot fatter rip than me. Kill it. All right, peace, my dude. Bet you have a good one. Thanks for coming on and smoking. Yeah, see you, Frankie. Bye, Josh. <laughs> All right, Frankenstein, uh, you want to take over? What's up, Weezy? Oh, oh you're looking great. Did Frankie, did Frankie tell you? We've known each other this long. Oh, Weezy, I bet you, you still remember. We rescued poor Wheezy from the pound when she was just but a puppy. Oh, yeah. That was back when we were smoking weed in the garage at his mom's house when we were but chitlins. Oh, yeah. And you gray-faced now. She's gray-faced. Oh, man. Oh. Oh, I never thought I'd see the day, Frankie. She, she getting old. Oh, and then the funny thing is, is like, so we brought her in and we found out that she had the kennel cough, right? And uh, she got cured of the kennel cough by giving all the other dogs kennel cough. <laughs> no, what was it? Uh, she had the... Because we called her Wheezy. She had kennel cough and Mally fever, but she would, she didn't get my other dogs. I may have made that last part <laughs> of <laughs> it. sounded legit, but that's how Wheezy got her name. Oh, poor Wheezy got her name by the cough. Oh, oh, if, if she had it nowadays, people think she have the corona. My goodness, we'd have to hide you, Wheezy. <laughs> Puff Bus is joining. Frankenstein, you want to take over? What up, Bus? What's up, guys? Nothing, just reminiscing over this poor old puppy dog named Wheezy Ball. <laughs> I would pick her up to show you, but she's too fucking big. Or I'm too old now. Either or, it ain't happening. <laughs> Won't hold it against you. Thank you. I was always told that I was uh, built somewhat like a brownie scout. I see that. <laughs> Thank you for your vote of confidence. <clears throat> I would check my dog, but she's 
old and dusty. My dog is constantly covered in dust. Well, seeing as how you're smoking, I'll smoke. And seeing as how you're smoking, I'll smoke. Are you uh you ready uh are you ready for a historical quote from uh Thomas Jefferson that kind of relates to my situation? I wonder what my wife made for dinner tonight. Kibasa and squash. I love. I just had sausage, potato, and sauerkraut the other night. <coughs> I love kielbasa. Oh yeah, it was super good. I think it could have been both of them on that one, Drip. So, what does everybody else think about the chicken and the egg? You know, I uh, I started smoking, and I didn't ask. But I'm gonna get more specific with <laughs> my question. Can I can I pose a question for you? Shoot. Now that you're stoned, do it. Where does the white go when snow melts? Where does the white go when snow melts? Is it really white? Or is it a bunch of clear snowflakes and it's just the reflection of the sun accumulated? Finally, the first person in my entire life who said that. Because I was thinking, I was like, it's done by snow, but that's a, that's a, that's a crystal, so it has to do with refraction. <laughs> yep, the process of light refraction. Yes. It also, prove, it also proves that there's always light visible. Now, I got a question. So, do you think gravitation is a result of electromagnetism, or does electromagnetism come first and creates gravity? Wow. Something had to make it move to start with. Holy shit. Yeah. Uh, got all bright. That's, that's my latest get high and talk about question. You know, is it electromagnetism or is it gravity? You know? Which created which? Right. Which is the result of the other? Because is it Bear, bear with me. Is it is it the weight of my mass that bears down on a substance, you know, that overdoes it? 
or is it the electromagnetism through electrons, you know, and negative and positive pull that keeps us grounded to the Earth's core? I don't know. Speculation. I'm not a scientist. But would that that form of like that form would that not affect like a, a digital scale when you stepped on it? I mean, you would think about it, you would have your poles or whatever, like uh, you have uh, the uh, you have the Bermuda Triangle and then you have that one opposing thing in China or whatever, the Dragon's Triangle, you know, where you have heavy magnetism. So you would theorize that those are vocal points and it radiates from there. And then, like, because those places affect digital things. But, I mean, other places don't. So it could be a focal point. So we're not affected by electromagnetism on a global scale. We need Tesla. Yeah, I saw Tesla. <laughs> Wow, yeah, that makes me really think now. Yeah, hit that a few times and give me the answer. Right. I've been on a I've been on electromagnetism kick lately. I've been I've been thinking that because you know how everybody talks about the string theory? I believe electrons or electricity on a molecular level or pure energy is the string that everybody's talking about that keeps all these things together. And we're doing heavy duty things with electromagnetism for like transportation and weird stuff like that. Now we're starting to harness that stuff on a micro level. So what if we've been dealing with it our entire lives? Like that's what's been keeping us grounded and stuff. Imagine, imagine, imagine our fuel source becomes electromagnetism almost. Like we just, we just create this point where it's like a negative and a positive pull and the force from it alone can push if we, if you do it right. But then you would have like giant magnets and stuff. That'd be a trip. What do you think? Spit game. I have no idea. I'm kind of lost now. <laughs> That's what happens. I just I just shut up and started listening. I uh I uh start loading bulls and I start going down rabbit holes. <laughs> right, solar weather is legitimate and it's uh, and the thing is, is even dealing back with electromagnetism, it's an electromagnetic field that fucking processes solar weather, you know, and pushes that shit away to begin with. 
like if we didn't have an electromagnetic field, like we'd be splashed with gamma radiation and solar flare radiation all the time. So our magnetic field that goes around our Earth that our North Pole and South Pole create, you know, that's what uh, protects us from all of that solar and cosmic weather. Or else we'd be like most uh, planets, you know. And you do what for a living? Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm a janitor. But I paid attention in class. I always, I always paid attention in class. You know, that's like, like you're always talking about learning and stuff like that. You know, I always, because it's like, I, I just, I really don't know shit. I just re spit stuff that I learned growing up. You know, there you go. it's not like I'm knowledgeable about anything. You know, it's uh, I, I, I just try to deep. But then again, I got a weird memory, like, uh, like every, I can remember the map layout of every single video game I've ever played. You know what I'm saying? Like, I remember, like, my map remember, or my head remembers maps and grids and relation. Like, like, I never get lost. Like, as silly as it is, I don't get lost, you know? I have a crazy sense of direction, you know? I'll sit there and I'll be walking and I'll be like, oh, we turn at this rock right here and it's this tree with the bark stripped on the side over here, you know what I'm saying? And you wait till you motherfucking see the tree with the branch laying down, you know what I'm saying? And then we're going to walk over a tipped over tree over here and it'll be over this ridge, you know? And then people are like, what the hell? It's like, yeah, no, weren't you paying attention to your environment? <laughs> I'm kind of like, I don't know, in the opposite sense, but on the same sense, like, anytime there's a problem or something that needs to be fixed, or if we're putting together a puzzle, or if I'm outside working on something, I just sit there a second and look around, it's like, whatever I need to use, kind of like, it's glowing to me, like, I need to go get that. Right. See, I can't you know, do it that. Always works. I can't. I can't be like, oh, we need to go out and build this stuff. If you go out there and tell me what to do, you know, I'll sit there and I'll listen to you and I'll put together a fence. But if we got to, if I got to do something on the fly or whatever like that, or like grab some improvisation or whatever, I'm not your guy. I got to wait for somebody to set something up and then I can do it for you. I can improvise just about anything. I don't know why. It's just like with playing. Never taught, but I can pick it up and play it. I don't play it well. Right. I'm not Frankie. I'm not Frankie over there, you know, jamming out with everybody. <laughs> I know he's he he's quite the heartbreaker on those guitars. You know, he's strumming away. Got any more? philosophy you want to try to drop I will get I guess I will say that I majored in lost cities and buried tribes is anthropology so I I did a lot of historical stuff so what do you know about Iraq and like the Palestinian area so, their empire and stuff like that the Sisyphean arch 
see, that's that's we talk about this kind of stuff all the time in anthropology. It got it. It was an argument when the shit first started happening, you know. But you you already have a civilization that's been established like that for a very long time. At this point, it's really hard to be like you on this and you on that. We got to give this back and we got to take this back, you know. It comes to a point where we have to settle with what we have, you know, because I'll bring I'll bring this up as a, a, a kind a kind of a similar scenario, and I hope you catch the reference. Uh, uh, when Hurricane Katrina hit, right, and that and that Delta got wiped out, you know, and everybody's mm -hmm. like, "Why do people live there?" You know. That's below sea level, you know? That's an outrageous place to be. Why don't they all just move somewhere else? You know, that's clearly not sustainable to live. And it's like, yeah, that was that was a good argument, but there's already a culture established there. You can't once a culture is established there, you can't you can't remove the culture you can't remove that society and say you have to take your culture and live your culture somewhere else right it's not the same you can't do it. your cult mm -hmm. your culture changes you know and people don't like that and so it gets to the point where as they're concerned you know everybody is like well the, the Palestinians own this or, you know, well, the Israelis were here first or this, this or that, you know, and it's my holy land. No, it's my holy land, you know. It comes it comes to the point where they both have to, borders are established. You can't do anything about that now. We live in a global society. Borders, is, borders are established. And you can always go with nations and try to negotiate something. You know, and as difficult and as terrible as that sounds, it comes to the point where, you know, somebody's got to turn the other cheek, you know, and be like, all right, you know, fucking, it is what it is, and we got to fucking continue to live and prosper as a society, you know, because it's, and when we get to that point, you know, this whole like, oh, is it their, was it their land or their land? That that shit will be a joke in a fucking oh, yeah. couple of years. And they'll be like, remember when we killed each other over Holy Land, you know, thinking it was mine or theirs or whatever, realizing that everybody can have everything and everybody can enjoy themselves? Absolutely. Like... When I was in Iraq, we we visited during Ramadan. We visited the Sisyphean Arch, and I know throughout history, like Romans in Palestine and everybody else have argued over that area. But like in the culture during the Ramadan, nobody did anything. It was it was amazing. I'm I'm there like in full gear in the middle of war. I've heard shots and explosions for days. Right. When Ramadan happened, and we're there, not. The First gunshot for the entire length of Ramadan. Right. Because it was and, this culture, you know, it's been established for so long and people respected it. And it's one of those things, it doesn't matter what's going on, you know, once once a culture or a society becomes fully established, that's the only thing you can do but recognize them. You know? Yeah. 
yeah. you, if you ever get to go to that area, you can see throughout history as they've fought and it's like been busted down and blown up, torn apart, whatever it was, and they've rebuilt just like the different stages as it fell and maybe it didn't fall this far that time or whatever. You can see it all the way through like the Saddam era. I don't know what it is now. I haven't been back since ISIS ran through everything, but right. when we were there, I know that uh, the big thing was like the Diala project came through during the Saddam era and they were trying to rebuild the Sesophian Arch. And I think they were like the uh, school of Detroit or something like that, a college in Detroit. And every one of them got massacred. Like they killed everybody. Right, because I was going to say, you know, the number one rule when establishing a new regime, you completely decimate the old one. <laughs> you try your best to remove it from history. That's just, it happens, you know? They try to act like it, like, didn't, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, like all of history, you know? All the, way back, all the way back to, like, the Roman Catholic Church and the Great Library. Right. Like, all the knowledge was in the library, and it completely burnt to the ground. Right. It's just all throughout history, there's things where people take over, whether it be a church structure or a religion structure or a regime or whatever. Right. It's all. It's always about whenever the, the new idea comes into a place, it has to make the last idea as worst sounding as possible, so their idea is the best idea. <laughs> It's a simple put us watching a, a damn Pepsi and Coke commercial back to back. <laughs> all, through, all throughout history. That's so one putting the other down trying to figure out who's the best. And really you're just the same thing. One's one's a little watered down. I don't I don't I don't know. I don't I don't I don't think that uh I don't think the Coke and Pepsi analogy applies to societal growth. No. I'm talking about like trying to put one thing down and say theirs is better. Oh yeah, no, that's uh, that's hard to do because uh, the big the big conversation with uh, fifty fifty toss back and forths, you know, like hey, is this better or this better? It's like you get a you get a million people in the room, you know, and it's like if only half of them, if fifty one percent like cope. And then the other forty nine percent like Pepsi, you know. But we've this year we voted Coke, so you're gonna have to drink Coke, you know. Some some people will be okay, but you're still gonna have hundreds of thousands of people that are gonna be furious about the fucking Coke choice. <laughs> I got you. That's why we need Dr. Pepper, Mr. Pip. <laughs> right, but then you realize that Coke and Pepsi own all of those. <laughs> but it, so it's just really a Coke and Pepsi game the entire time. I get high and get lost even when I'm talking. <laughs> Thank you. You wanna tap me out?
Okay. I appreciate you talking with me, man. Definitely. I always like a lot to go think about. You know what I'm saying? If you ever want to smoke and shoot the shit or whatever, or I see you on your live stream, you know, man. I'll pop on. Definitely. Enlighten me, whatever. I don't care. I, I always love to learn. So and now I got some shit to go think about. Do you follow me at all so I can follow you? Yeah. The the can of kid? All right, well, then send. I don't know. If not, I'll look it up. Definitely. If you don't follow me, at least send me a DM so I can follow you, and then I can actually watch your shit. Bet. Appreciate it. Definitely. Well, good night, man. Good night. All right. Don't worry, everybody. I may be going home, but my good, good friend Frankie is going to be coming in here. I'll have to check that out, Drip. If you want to be philosophizing about the cosmos and stuff, why don't you uh, jump on in here? And Frankie will talk it out. Hmm? Huh? I would tap down. Tap it out. I'm going to wipe everything down since you've been here. <laughs> oh, why? Because I work at a... <laughs> <laughs> what up, Smoke? Uh... I can't leave without getting all the stuff I was supposed to come here. So. Oh, you already put it in the bag? The one bomb and the ash ketchup. Oh, did you hear that, ladies and gentlemen? I have that stuff lined up for St. Baskin. <laughs> oh, good doing business with you, Frankie. <laughs> stuff on there. Yeah. Uh, so I got this. What up, everybody? What do I need to do tomorrow? Maybe this next week. Huh? Right. Okay. Just stand by the stuff. Yeah, just hit me up. I'll talk to you later. I'll call you after this. How about that? Later. I'll call you after this. <laughs> Thanks. Buddy. I'm wiping it down, Gilbert. I'm wiping it down. She don't know what's up. But uh, I really am wiping it down. What's up, everybody? 
How's everybody doing? Suspicious Observers, YouTube if you want a dope channel. Oh, I... He left. Did he get it? Did he get that? What did he smoke out of? <laughs> this thing. This thing. What's up? Yo, yo, yo. So we're just chilling at this point. 655? Yeah, alright. So if you're here now, if you've been watching, let's put it that way. If you've been watching, um, it's probably going to take a change of pace now. What I mean by that, I'm not entirely sure. But down to smoke with someone if they want. Probably gonna just be chilling, doing some kind of work. I'm available. Uh, this is the sneaky stuff, right? The sneaky stuff like the tray. Only so much of the tray. Lighter. You know, he probably didn't smoke the ham pipe. He really touched it. <laughs> Uh, oh, I don't You have a good one. What's happening, Holmes? What up? Yeah, I'm talking to you. Just chilling right now. You know? Hanging out. Look, digging to get down. You know what I mean? Living that cannon life, cannon crew life. Doom
Where is he? The can of kid, yo, I'm trying to hit him up. Do 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 do. Yo, what up? Do, 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 do. How's your day going? Oh, well then. It's not entertaining, I understand. So. Hey. <laughs> Shout out. Alright. I think I'm gonna hit it for now. Come on in a minute. In and out. That's what I'm doing. You heard it here. Hmm. Yo, podcast, this is like the eighth time trying to record this. Hopefully I get it right. Follow us everywhere at Canacrew on Twitch at Canacrew TV. Hit us up there. If not, see us on YouTube or Instagram. We also tweet every now and then, and we got a couple Facebook groups. So hit us up, and if you game, canacrew.com slash game. We're starting a gaming league. Call of Duty, the new one. It's going to be lit. It always is. It's not just cannabis. Ah, it's a vulture.